Welcome to the Glasgow Girls Club podcast, where we chat to inspirational folks throughout the city about living their best lives and encourage our listeners to grow and glow. This podcast is sponsored by Goodwin's Hair Boutique. Goodwin's Hair Boutique is situated in the heart of Glasgow's vibrant merchant city. The salon was opened in 2013, but the staff have been working together for almost 20 years. At Goodwin's, clients can expect to be looked after in a comfortable and relaxing environment and can feel at home with the latest magazines and extensive complimentary drinks menu. Goodwin's Hair Boutique provides clients with premium hair products, including the prestigious Aveda Full Colour Spectrum and Product Range and Olaplex. Both of these products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. They also work with L'Oreal Professional. Goodwin's provide a range of excellent hair services which include weddings and hair extensions. Goodwins were proud to receive recognition at the Scottish Hair and Beauty Awards in 2018, leaving with a highly commended award in the Best of Glasgow category. Clients are welcome to come along, sit back and relax while they are being pampered. Time spent in Goodwins is all about you. For more information, head to www.goodwinsboutique.com and follow at Goodwins Boutique on Insta and at Goodwins Hair Boutique on Facebook. Hello and welcome to the GGC podcast. My name is Laura McGuinness and every week I'm out and about in the city interviewing some inspirational folks for y'all. This week we catch up with Emma Flood, who is a law school graduate with niche expertise in working with law firms to help them find their brand and succeed online. After spending six years as a content marketing specialist, Emma now works as a freelance writer, copywriter, SEO specialist and digital coach. Emma's most recent project, The Formidables, is designed to support the ever-growing number of micro-businesses with their digital efforts. She also runs Riot Girl, an indie beauty business with an online store, pop-up events and support for small beauty businesses. In this podcast, Emma shares some of her expertise, covering advice for anyone thinking of going freelance and also some Insta growth hacks. Have a listen. So hello Emma, thank you so much for joining us on the GGC podcast. Thank you for having me. We are recording in the beautiful hideout in Versanta today. I know it's so nice, I've never been in here before, but I absolutely love it, the flower wall. The flower wall and the pig lights. Yeah. I know, it's literally, it's, really like, nice. it's literally like GGC branded in yeah, here. Yeah, like, but anyway, so listen, we're here to talk about you, okay. where you have recently mm-hmm. gone through a big change with your career. Yes. Exciting projects in the pipeline, so tell us. Exciting. So I... Start from the top. Start from the top. <laughs> so I was working for a kind of mid-size uh, digital marketing and technology business, um, and I was there for six years. I was head of content there, which meant that I managed the, the freelance team and worked with clients to do their branding and to find out how you kind of build their business. Uh, basically, I'd been there for so long, and I had the same job for so long, and it kind of stagnated for me yeah, um I didn't felt feel like you were growing yeah I felt like I was you know my life was just the same day in day out same yeah. things um so I kind of started to think about going freelance obviously you know being a copywriter a digital marketer my skills as a freelancer are very are, valuable are, yeah so there is a market for it you know people even before like I decided to leave like I had done a lot of freelance projects I got a freelance work just through people who knew what I did yeah. and needed those services so what was what was really really lucky for me is because I managed the freelance team I knew the freelance work that was available through the business I worked for yeah and you know how much to charge for it was a really really easy I feel like it 
it's a really easy transition for me because I'm like, well, I, I know exactly like what the offer is as I, a freelancer. I know, but that's a good so, thing though. Yeah, so it was really good. So it was, it was amazing for me to be able to just, you know, say my work were so supportive. Like I can't fault them in any way. Like I loved working there. I still got on really well with them. Good. I went kind of once every other week just to catch up with yeah. the kind of projects that we've got going on. Um, and also my, um, my kind of assistant at the time was moving to Spain so she was looking to go freelance as well which okay. made it a lot easier because yeah. we got to do the whole process together and hand it over to like another team so it was, oh, like, it was actually so, like so nice it, it worked, worked really it's like well. serendipitous it's just meant to yeah, be it was, almost it was perfect and it's scary isn't it it's scary when you go freelance yeah I think what was scary was that I did it so I was like right end of December Christmas party I'm out here yes like, so last day That's Christmas how I party did it as well. yeah, yeah yeah everyone having like great time and then it's when like third of January and you see everyone go back to work and you're just like oh I'm never going back to work like <laughs> it's just me and myself now so um but I knew what work I had on and stuff yeah. and it was quite good that January was actually quite a busy month for yeah. me in terms I had some big projects that I'd been given from my old work to do that were quite intense so I think that kind of got me over the initial hurdle of going freelance that was actually really busy and yeah. that's what I guess that's the kind of advice that I would give to anyone who's thinking of going freelance like make sure that you have a lot of work for the first couple of months because yeah. it'll give you if anything although it'll give you the money it'll give you the confidence yes that you, you can know, do it alone that you can do it alone yeah so, I think that's probably one of the main tips isn't it yeah when it comes to going freelance just have stuff lined up yeah stuff sometimes I mean you can think that it just comes to you but actually you really need to hustle for it yeah what, often, often. Yeah, what I kind of found as well is obviously I'm lucky that I have that kind of set of work coming in. Which is brilliant. Yeah, because when you get new clients, it doesn't happen as quickly as you think it will. And I knew this, like I worked in that industry, I know that projects can drag on for yeah. months, even like years. Yeah, absolutely. Before anyone gets paid or the project gets finished yeah. or anything like that. And that I almost forgot that when I was getting new clients because like yeah yeah we want to instruct you on this work we'll do this and then it'll go a week or so and you'll chase it and then it'll go a couple of weeks and you'll chase it again and yeah say, oh we're actually going to push the date back to then and it's just it becomes you're like if I was actually relying on this money for getting paid yeah I would be in the, I would be in real trouble <laughs> yeah yeah uh -huh, absolutely and it's good to have different projects and not just rely on maybe the one client isn't it it's good to yeah. have an arrangement it sounds like you had that all in place yeah so you left yeah, so left um, January came January came so it was working away on the projects that I had already and then took on some new I think a lot of people are really supportive when you kind of make it known that you're going out on your own so yeah. you know friends who were starting businesses or you know actually a lot of people that I knew from the internet my internet friends uh, brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah. from like different groups because obviously GDC great group for meeting people great group okay. for Finding, finding business and finding business contacts as yeah, well. Brilliant. Um, and I'm in a couple other groups like that as well. Brilliant. Um, and kind of got business through there. One thing that I did do that was quite good, but it was more work than I thought it was going to be, is okay. that I advertised, giving out a free blog to businesses just okay. so they could see what I could do. Yeah. Like just to get that kind of initial conversation yep. going. So I posted that. 
in some groups I'd actually got quite a lot of responses. But you did. Yeah. Oh I actually God. got like more responses than I could get I had to like schedule it all in. And did you manage to get through it all? Because that's a um, bit I'm still a... getting through it just now actually. But... but do you know what? That's a really clever way of getting your your brand out there and having like other people not just the business because the people that read that blog as well yeah well exactly and even just for so I kind of did it for a lot of reasons but even just for SEO it's really good to have yeah. you know I've got like say 15 like links back into my website to yes. like boost the kind of prominence of it in search yes which is is good so that was that worked out well um but that's like just one element yeah. of kind of what I'm doing at the moment what I actually always wanted to do was to be a writer slash journalist oh, yeah. so I'm trying to build that element of what I do up as well okay um, I think you kind of naturally do a bit of that as you know digital marketing copywriter I've yes like press releases written for papers I did an article in, in Grazia last year and like that was the thing that like really impressed like my mum my dad because they've like heard but they've no idea like what I do day to day and they're like oh an article in Grazia that's very impressive I know <laughs> tell like, bloody one to yeah. what was the article about um actually it was kind of nothing to do with what I do it was it was um it was a body admin diary so it was basically like taking people through every single product that I use in a week it was really really like alarming because they like add up the cost of it all at the end oh right okay and i was like oh how did you go about getting that horrible. that's amazing um do you remember the debrief yes so i was in a group okay the debrief okay it's called club debrief okay and we were looking for like moderators for the group Brilliant. and i was like i want to do it I've got, yes I've, like i want to do it so i started doing that and then they regularly posted like looking for people to write articles or people to be in articles or to contribute to stuff. Brilliant. But then obviously the debrief ended. Yes. And Grazia took over. So it was actually like a weird coincidence. So I'd written it for the debrief, but then it actually ended up like in Grazia because... That's amazing. Yeah. I love it when stuff like that happens. Yeah. Because that's so good. I hope you've got that framed. <laughs> um, yeah. Well... Do you have a link to it or a picture? Can I yeah, post yeah, that yeah. along with it? Because I'd love to uh, post that along with a pic because uh, yeah. I'm sure we're all... I've got, like, I know, that. it's just like exciting. Um... But, brilliant okay yeah, great so that was fun um but yeah i want to do like more and more like commissioned writing and journalism okay. and it, it's weird because it doesn't massively fit well with like the other kind of elements of what i do i don't think but do you know what everyone everyone can write articles everyone can put oh absolutely and especially there, when so. you're a good copywriter and we discussed yeah. this um you're a multi-hyphenate yeah, like, you're allowed to do different things. Yeah, in the truest sense, like I was saying to you earlier, I really fear when people ask me what I do. Like, <laughs> how long have you got? I'm gonna have to just go through <laughs> each one of my projects and describe what it is that I do. But but more and more people are like that now. I think like the whole self-employed route is such a that's where things are really moving to. I think, and it's so like liberating to hear people that are just like. Yeah, I do hunt. I do hunters. Yeah, <laughs> and I love it. Like definitely, I think, I think that is the biggest thing, and the biggest thing for your confidence as well. Because when people ask me what I do, I'm like, I don't know what I do. I just do <laughs> a lot of things, and I think, although it shouldn't be important, like being able to tell other people what you do is kind of an important part of your career. I think, yeah, especially for like developing yourself and like making connections and stuff like that. And I think. I, this is so sad, like, I kind of routinely practice, like, saying what I do before I go to, like, different things, because I think having, like, three kind of, like, distinct, different headings headings means that I'm going to meet people who 
want to hear different things from me if they want to work okay, with me. Yeah. So when I go to like legal sector events, I can't say I run a beauty business because they're like, why are you here? Like, yeah, so what? You tailor, you yeah, basically so tailor your to. elevator pitch if you yeah. like. Yeah, so, that's clever. Someone had said that the other day, like if you are doing networking things and mm. don't, like cause she had said, equally had said, I mean, I do so much mm. and I don't know what I should be saying at what time. And someone had said, well, you need to think about who it is you're talking to and yeah. pick out what of them you could work with them on. Yeah, and definitely. I think as well, that's quite a, a bit of a skill as well. Because you yeah. naturally want to say, I do this, I do this, I do this. But like you, if you, because you're very knowledgeable about the legal sector. So if you're in that sector, like you say, you can't be like, well, in, uh, I've got this indie brand. Yeah, I've got this indie brand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't work. And actually for a long time, I feel like I felt quite awkward and embarrassed about the different elements of what I did because of the different circles I was in. Okay. So I used to keep it like such a secret that I had like Riot Girl and Nancy Brands like from the whole legal sector thing in my life. And I think that's why for such a long time I went as like Emmy Lou on the internet because okay. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't want those two things to cross paths ever. Right, okay. But I mean... There's only so long, like, be sure your sins will find you out. There's only so long you can really go pretending to be two people. Oh, well, I know. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. And also, like, oh, for yourself, it's not fair on yourself because yeah. you are one person. Yeah. So talk to us about right, girl, because this is kind of how you and I first... Yeah, this is how we first met. Yeah, this first is how we met. first so met. I started Riot Girl. I can't believe that was four years ago. Wow, I know. Riot Girl started. Um, it was so, like... I feel like looking back, it was so kind of like thrown up and misguided. I was like, oh, do you know what? No one can get like these like indie brands in the UK. Let's just do pop-ups and buy it in and like sell them. Like that was, that was the original idea. Which sounds great. Sounds great. In practicality, it was expensive. It took a really long time to deal with bigger brands. They wouldn't get back to you. We were constantly getting rejected from brands that we wanted to stop because we didn't have a brick and mortar premises. I think... Even though, so like a lot of, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name brands, no, but like <laughs> a lot of kind of like bigger brands who are like presenting as indie, indie I'm and doing, they, I'm doing like speech marks yeah. here, like indie, um, aren't actually as kind of like flexible and mm. small like as they present to be. So they don't like, they're not really attuned to like doing pop ups or like collaborating with smaller businesses and things like that. So which is almost the exact opposite. Yeah, is what you would expect. Of them the to whole, be like, yeah, of the of, whole premise of the, of the whole brand. Whole yeah. yeah, so I kind of it went on hiatus for a long time, mm-hmm. mainly because I was doing a lot of work in my kind of main job. I was yep. like, oh, that's just like a side hustle. Spent a lot of money, lost a lot of money. Yeah, and Jimmy, I kind of like lost heart with it a little bit. Yeah, but what was really interesting is that people kept asking me about it, and people kept being like, oh, what's happening with that? But like you know, DMing me and being like, oh, let me know like when this is starting again. Let me know when your next event is. Okay. All that kind of stuff. So I think that kind of kept me going. Of course. Like, you know what? I'm actually just going to do this again. And I'm going to look into more of what we can do that one will actually, you know, if not be profitable, at least be sustainable. It's not like lose me money. Um, And also be more in line with what we originally, like the kind of brand and concept of it. Because I think what the mistake was going with brands that people wanted and brands that people had heard of and brands that, we're like, oh, we want yeah. this, we want that. Yeah. And it was more customer-led, which is important, but I think at the same time, you're the one with the business and you're the one with the insight behind the business. And there's yeah. there's a reason that you don't get these big brands 
in the UK in small shops. There's a reason for that. Yes. We, sh- we should have thought about that more and we should have known that. But, but the you live and learn. You live and learn. So what we are doing now is more in line, like, with the name even. So Riot Girl, obviously, based on, you know, kind of do-it-yourself. Yep. Uh, kind of punk rock independent brands so yeah. we're working with you know people close brands that are closer to home okay brands that truly are you know one man and a dog like starting a business from their living room and like making it happen for themselves yeah working with really interesting like cool women primarily and working with them to find something that works for both of us so that's very unique i think this is yeah. a very unique offering that you've got Going with this. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, and I think the thing as well is with having a digital marketing background, what I want to do with the brands that work with us as well is, you know, give them free advice on how to market their brand online. So how to perform better on Instagram, how to perform better in search. Yep. And kind of build each other up in a way. So if we stop your brand, then we'll actually help you promote your brand as well. I mean, who else does that? that yeah. That's just like brilliant mm-hmm. so say if there's any kind of indie brand so it's beauty beauty primarily, primarily. but we also are going to start oh secret reveal oh <laughs> um, <teaser. laughs> um, we're going to start um doing like merch and stuff as well so amazing hopefully fingers crossed i want to get in contact with people who do books do magazines do like different just like little bits of different stuff so it will primarily be a beauty site but if you sell candles, we're not going to go, no, sorry, that's not makeup. Indie authoring. Like, yeah. o- o- offering, sorry. I yeah. said indie authors, because I was thinking about some girls books. that I know that yeah. are writing books. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I think that's so important. And it's for these people, that, and the books are fantastic, but because they've not had them published, they've yeah. self-published, it's hard for them really to meet to get it out there. an audience. Uh-huh. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that sounds amazing. Yeah, so so for anyone that's in the kind of indie, they should be Yeah, just get, get in touch, touch with anyone who, if you have, do you know what, anything, anything I'll, <laughs> I'll, think, I'll think about it. Oh, I love it. Um, so I got, oh, I got a new, well I built a new site recently because the old site was just like, it felt like a real weight, I don't know. Okay. Um, I built it obviously years ago, like on yep. WordPress, yep. I had like 47 plugins that you had to like yeah it was really it was one of those haunted wordpress sites it was like no that has to that has to die that has to be put to rest so r.i.p yeah so it feels fresh i think i'm in a whole year of fresh um, oh good right so okay think, like fresh site fresh product just like start it's not really starting again because we have you know a lot oh of you've got the, and, and you've got the brand as well yeah so. no that's amazing well you'll need to let us know any events and stuff so the yeah. girls i'll put them on the website so the members can know mm-hmm. because that's the type of different stuff that people are, are keen to go to. There's a real yeah. element of difference there. So you have got also... So girls can find you, right, girl? On right, Instagram. Girl. Instagram. R-Y-O-T-G-R-L. Brilliant. Um, it's A lot of people get it wrong, but it's fine. You'll find us. But it's very... <laughs> I love it. It's quirky. But also, your personal Instagram, you've got an amazing following. You're like you're a bit of an Insta-famouser. I, I don't think so. I think it's kind of weird for me now because I actually built up the majority of my following while I was doing all the kind of writing and stuff and I was posting like quite regularly. And I feel like as it's become just like more of my personal Instagram, people are like, what is this? This is not what I signed up for. I signed up for like not the highlight and stuff like that. Not but, at all. Um, but actually now... I feel like I use it more intuitively. So I'm okay. actually like meeting a lot more 
people who do the same thing as me or people locally and really really engaging with like a smaller like part of my audience rather than almost like broadcasting about my business through my personal instagram to you know people in america who just follow people for the makeup so i think it's it's better okay i think okay it's it's changed but i i think it's better i feel like i get more out of it personally i genuinely like love your pictures oh thank you you're so good Mm -hmm. at like obviously amazing at makeup like the makeup Mm -hmm. but see just your pictures in general you've got a really cool style about them oh thank you so yeah so your personal instagram then at emma underscore flood I am on for people listening because Simple. I would definitely recommend. What are you? You did a, an amazing video for me, Emma, and it was a Instagram growth video, yes. which was brilliant. Yeah. Well, give us some tips because Instagram is like people just want to grow it, but it's yeah. it's a slow process, and it's and you know mm-hmm. unless you hit something that goes on the explore page or something. Yeah. What are your top tips? Do you know, I actually very recently like did a list. So Instagram has massively, massively changed and probably like a lot of those growth tips that we did a couple of years ago, you know, it's still relevant, but like not the primary driver of how okay. to grow Instagram anymore. Okay. I think people are realising it's just not as straightforward as it has been in the past. You no. know, people with big followings either caught a wave or are doing something really, really right. And okay. it is it is difficult. That's what I would say to anyone it's really challenging it can really dishearten especially right now with Instagram clearing out so many accounts like you'll grow by 15 and then drop 15 the next day yes what is this yeah uh uh-huh but I think the real thing is is to know who you are yep and build your build your brand around that make every photo the best that it can be you don't even have to post as often anymore so it's not about posting a great photo every day but I think the kind of Thing that makes people follow you now is having like a really good like looking grid they'll come on and go like oh yeah like this nice the same okay, that in the past, okay. but yep. if you use um lightroom right and buy lightroom presets okay right okay it really makes all of your photos look like cohesive no matter okay. what they are this has been like a real game changer for me this has happened to me in like the last like couple months it's not oh, been like thank a big you thing. for sharing this but, is um, great so a lot of like the bigger influencers do it and see so you know when you kind of look at them and you're like how do all their photos look the same how are all the colors yeah. the same but it's lightroom and okay. you can buy presets on etsy and you can like browse through them all they're like five pounds they're not expensive ah, okay but you can browse through them all and see which one you know looks like your brand matches for you yeah and it's a quite a complicated process to like install them and stuff like that but there's youtube videos of how to do it ah okay but yeah because you do you look and you're like oh my god it's yeah, the same so it's perfect. i know it's perfect um so that, I was amazed. Like, I Revolutionary. kind of work in, well, worked in that industry and I was shocked. I was like, oh, it's amazing. Oh, good. No, oh, I, yeah, because yeah. I think that is half the battle. And yeah. I think as well, it went, the Instagram went so close to being like, right, it needs to be all the same colours. And like, and I think it still mm. does, but I also think now that's loosened a wee bit. Because sometimes yeah. we go on like, some like benefits and it would yeah. be like, wow, they have got their peach theme it's proper and it looks amazing but it's almost like it's moving a wee bit away from that it's like introduce some other elements i think think stories have been so important like i love stories i I actually never people are always surprised about this so i've actually only ever posted 300 instagram pictures in the entire time that i've had instagram we were like but you're always on it i was like no i'm always on stories ah okay oh my god yeah Yeah, that's so weird no like 
some people have like like ten thousand, and I was like, no, I've actually not posted that many pictures. Okay, <laughs> I'm not on it all the time. You said that <laughs> yeah. before. Um, yeah, so I think stories are yeah. really good for like just showing a bit of your personality and yeah. who you are. And even if I was actually speaking to like one of my clients yesterday about using stories more. And she was like, oh, do I have to like, talk to the camera all the time? And I was like, no, actually, like, what? I, I hardly ever talk to the camera, but it feels like I am because I put a picture in my face and then write a big caption. Yeah, yeah. And that's... that's just, it's just, like, an easy way to do it if you're nervous about talking yeah. on camera. Apparently, the optimum, like, story posting strategy is to post every three hours. Oh, really? Because you keep getting bumped to the front of people's stories. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that may, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think as well with the talking to the camera thing, like, at the beginning, unless you're a super confident person mm. and maybe you're in the kind of media industry or whatnot, it's, it is nerve-wracking. But the more you do it, the yeah. less nerve-wracking. It genuinely acts. But I used to feel sick. I'd be like, ugh, speaking at the camera. But now I'm like, ah. oh, do you know what? Yeah. Stories are just meant to be, the, like, the like grid mm. is, like, the ultimate. Yeah. The stories are the real yeah, so the stories like are really like, like, really engagement happens as well. Yeah. And I feel like people are more likely to like reply to a story because oh, uh-huh. not everyone's going to see, see it. Yeah, it's just like a message to you. Yeah, feels a little more personal. And yeah. there's a lot of people who routinely like I'll comment their stories or comment my stories. It's like having like a little like new Instagram friend. Oh, that's so good. I yeah. like that because it does. Mm-hmm. You do forge friendships yeah. over social media and stuff like that. I definitely do. One of my friends said the other day she went to. Tesco, she was saying, I mean, I rarely post to my grid, but I do lots of stories. Yeah. She's like, but I mean, when I go to Tesco, I'll post going to Tesco and get like 70 comments on my stories. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Crazy. Yeah. People are just like, yeah, Tesco. <laughs> it's funny about like what people kind of respond to. Like, <laughs> actually, like most people respond to my gran, which is like really weird. Whenever I do stuff with gran, they're like, oh yeah, gran. I'm like, yeah, gran. <laughs> on the stories again I love it because yeah. they do they want an insight into your life yeah and like and who it, who it is do you love who it is do you are you spending your time with so yeah. I love the stories I have to mm. say I think it makes people more and that's such a weird word to use but like accessible yes like you see because you're not seeing their like the perfect like one picture that you've got from your scene what they're up to like yeah. right then yeah exactly mm. I know and you know as well like the stuff that's on the stories, fair do you might use like a wee, like you might make it sparkly, which yeah. is what I often do because sometimes I just mm-hmm. look like a panda. Mm-hmm. But um, there's nothing that's been done to it really, other yeah. than that. I know that that does make it a wee bit better, but it's mm-hmm. not like it's been, so it is yeah. still quite raw mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which is good. So you mm-hmm. are, so you're obviously, you're great on Instagram and everything, and you, but you've got the knowledge, you've got such a strong digital knowledge, which is what obviously your freelance is, an element yeah. so talk to us about what you're planning on doing with type like resources because you've got all yeah. this knowledge okay so basically i i don't know like i always not not i feel bad but a lot of people like approach me to do like seo for yeah. them and they're quite a small business and i think one of the things with like seo digital marketing instagram all that kind of stuff is that to pay someone to do it is expensive yeah and it does take a lot of time and a lot of persistence so it's not a case of you'll do two hours of SEO once and that's you for the end of time and that you yeah. can pay someone next amount to do that. You do need to keep working on it all the time yeah. and the more you do, the better it gets for you. So what I would rather do is than have people pay me to do it for them is to teach them how to do it. 
Amazing. So <clears throat> what I want to do, um, I'll just I'll just say it. The site's going to be called The Formidables. Um, it's based I on the premise that so when you kind of work in law, they always describe like female judges being like a formidable woman. Oh, I love so, that. <laughs> and I kind of like the actual like meaning of formidable is to be like provoke like fear and admiration through being intensely capable. Oh. And I was like, that's perfect. That's that ideal. Amazing. Like that's what amazing. I want to do. So I want to create kind of e-courses, downloadable guides, like kind of free things as well, like free like brand yep. checklist, the five yep. things you should do before you post. Brilliant. Um, just to like enable people to do it themselves because yep. they will ultimately get more out of it, especially if, again, you are an independent like one-man band business, one-woman band and, business. And you, don't, and you don't have a budget, that's yeah, the thing, you don't exactly. Budget, uh, but you do have the time to work on it. Like, Yourself. Yeah, because I'm thinking about doing a kind of you know, 30 days of SEO course where I give you like 10 minutes or 20 minutes a day Amazing. of what you can do to improve it. I love that. Um, what, so, so for people listening, maybe people listening don't know what ACO, what is oh, ACO? Um, not at all, not at all, because I'm like looking yeah. forward to this explanation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so SEO is search engine optimization and it's things that you can do to your web pages and website yep. or your blog or anything like that to help you be found in search. Okay. In Google search. So um I'll probably not go into any more detail than that yes. <laughs> it's like I could go on. I'll oh, just wrap no, no, on so for hours about like what SEO is. Free thing like not free but like things that you can do yourself. Like so the yeah. words that you use, like mm-hmm. keywords so, that I guess as an example, say you run a is it not? I'll just say a beauty business. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I do. So say you run a beauty business and you sell liquid lipsticks. Yep. And you want everyone who types into Google um, pink liquid lipsticks to buy in Glasgow. Yep. What you would do is optimise your site for those key terms. Okay. Um, so things like, first of all, you'd have to have a page mm-hmm. on pink liquid lipsticks to buy in Glasgow. Okay. Um. And then there's like certain different things that you can do to make sure that you're the top result in Brilliant. Google. Um, well, we'll certainly all be doing your course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, SEO is as simple or as complex. Like I'm by, I, it's funny because obviously I know quite a lot about it because I've done it for so much a long yeah. time, but I'm actually by no means an SEO expert. Like you can go like so deep into SEO, it's unbelievable. But the idea for me is to give people the basics, to give, give them, them the, the best tools. chance of success for their business. Love it. Amazing. So when can we expect the website to be live? When can we start getting a hold of these <laughs> um, resources? I don't really know, actually. Um, in the pipeline. Hopefully it's in the pipeline. I think the thing is, is that I want the resources to be really good. Of course. Um, and probably by the summer time, probably right. pre-summer so that you can like spend summer and then be like ready for back to school full on. Oh, I like that. That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. And we're very excited about doing a collab yes that would be amazing exciting. for ggc business owners because mm-hmm. I, I like i've done things in the past on digital marketing but i think it's something that it would be great to have just like like a course and then you've yeah. got it written down that you can refer yeah. to you've got you know i just think that that mm-hmm. is invaluable i think as well with especially seo when you look for SEO courses and stuff like that. Like even me, I'm like you've lost me in the first page. You're you're going in too heavy too soon. Mm-hmm. You're making it too difficult. 
But there's also the kind of alternative of it's all kind of run by some like slick businessman in America who's mm-hmm. like for only forty nine ninety five you too can be an SEO expert. And I just <laughs> I just don't I don't believe him. Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe him. And I think you know having someone who you know is kind of doing it at the same time as Absolutely. you are like trying to grow a business and trying to do things like that is just I don't know, it's just more relatable. Oh, totally, a hundred percent. Someone that you trust, and I get that as well because you you see it all the time. And Mm -hmm. sometimes as well, you think, is it really that person's business, or are they just like an actor? And yeah, like you're just not sure. To be like an internet business, you look like you're on some kind of model portfolio or something. Yeah, Yeah, you're just like not so trusting in it. So I think that that would be amazing. I'm really excited about that for you. Yeah. So what's the dream then? Oh my goodness. Um, I feel like I'm still like just stumbling through each day at a time. But then that's good, yeah. you're so present. But actually I think for me, I think I was saying this to you earlier, I'm so like I I think impatient isn't the right word, but like I just move on yeah. very quickly, like from ideas. Like there's things that I've done in the past where I'm like like me and my brother used to run like a Mexican restaurant for a little bit that we just started. Well you we like <laughs> <laughs> you started it and like, love it. no, that's not working. Let's just like leave. And people are like, how can you just like leave like an idea like that behind? And it's like, well, I don't know what. I think for me, like, what I would like to happen is for Riot Girl to grow, yes, and to become kind of independent of me and be doing its own thing. Okay, for you know, the formidable to grow and be independent and doing its own thing, and then just to keep kind of growing yeah. things and like letting them, and then moving on to like new projects yeah. and ideas. Like that's ideally what I'd like exciting to go um I don't know if that's like very if that's what people want to hear that I don't want to like oh I know you're in my businesses forever no that's that's your dream like because you want them to be self-sustaining so that you can go on and and do other projects I think that's quite exciting I think I I have like so so many dreams they're all just like I was like I want to write like a full I've actually got like plans where like full like book series something like like six books but like I think the thing is, is like finding time. Will you ever do them? And will you ever? Yeah, that's the I real, think you will, though. That's the real um, part. Or you can have as many ideas as you want, but if you don't follow through on you them, you need to follow through. Yeah, just a, an Excel spreadsheet or not yeah. like anything else. God, I don't even have my ideas on an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> Have you ever read that book by Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic? No, never. And it's about ideas, and basically, it's like. Um, when you get an idea, she says, like, an idea is, like, a living thing. Yeah. So your idea comes from the universe or comes mm-hmm. from source. And it'll only stay with you for a set amount of time. And Because okay. you, you know how, obviously, sometimes you get an idea coming and you're like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, that's amazing. Yeah. But then you think to yourself, right, okay, that's parked. But then you don't action it. The idea will actually go on to someone else. And then that's when you see that. So that's when you see your exact idea. That's crazy. Come into fruition. And yeah. you're like, what the f- <laughs> I have you read my mind like yeah oh that's so crazy so yeah mm-hmm. so that's book series oh book series well fortunately like start putting that I, I, I can't believe I'm actually talking about this because it's such it needs like to happen it's such a secret pipe like because I always wanted to be a writer but when from I was really really young I would never let anyone read anything that I'd written okay because I think I can very easily let people read things that are factual or guides or like articles about things, but yes. anything that's like very personal and okay. very about 
like my opinion or my experiences i'm very like closed off okay um so i can't believe like i'm actually just like broadcasting this no, quite, right, quite right right because now, now we'll hold you accountable, we'll hold accountable. <laughs> yeah so i've just got basically i want it to be like um kind of essay series on kind of different topics and different kind of more like creative non-fiction amazing i love that so amazing hopefully. but it's, it's more that's more of a passion project than like it, I, all, I think it all links though yeah like especially when you are the kind of like mm-hmm. multi-hyphenate i'm using that a lot because i'm reading the book and i'm actually loving it so yeah it's so good so good but i think as much as you might think things are diff- really different yeah there's a tie-in to it all yeah. so you're talking about like creative writing you're talking about potentially wanting to do more articles for magazines and different things i mean there's yeah. so much a link there i know because i feel like i'm all over the place like so when you have to write like your Instagram bio, I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to fit all of that into, into 160 characters? It's that, all too much. See that bloody Instagram bio, you're like, more space. I know, I just, I just change it every day. I'm like, wait, what? Who am I today? <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's almost like a unique thing in itself. Who am I today? Am and I then today? dot dot, yeah. and then it could be so people are tuning in. Oh, who is? See, you're you're the same. Like, just I've just had another idea. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, universe. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, it's been so lovely speaking to you. I know it's been so much fun. I feel Thanks like for we could me. probably talk all day. I know because there's um, lots. Sorry, everyone. No, no, it's it's yeah. me as well. Uh-huh. I just love it. I'm like, right, let's let's extract <laughs> this expertise. But people will be able to when we do our collab. Yes, definitely. I'm so excited about that because. What you've built is like absolutely oh, amazing. Thank you. I think it's just oh, insane, no. like how many people in the group, how many people are like benefiting from the group as well. It's well, not just people it. in it. It's that's know. what it's all about. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm really like I just want people to get stuff from it, and people mm-hmm. do say to me like, oh, someone said like they were in the the business and they said they saw it in the GGC, and I'm like, well, that's good because. Glasgow, yeah. we all want Glasgow and yeah. us all to get better, and it'll, yeah. it'll only get better when everyone succeeds. So, yeah. and the site's beautiful as well. Like, obviously, from being in that industry, I'm like, oh, what a beautiful site! <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> yes. Cassie, a tropical paradise. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> oh, there, no, that's the design. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm a stickler for details, so I think mm. that's probably why I didn't launch till December because I was like, yeah. this really needs to look the part. Mm. Uh, so, but yeah, we've definitely got a similar style. We're yeah. sitting here with our pink hair <laughs> just like, now. Like, oh, <laughs> too much is never enough. Too much <laughs> is never enough. So, but listen, we will be keeping an eye out. I will be posting the details of your formidables, which sounds like beyond amazing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I'll post links to Riot Girl, your personal Instagram, beneath this podcast so that people can always see it. Perfect. Thank and you so much. Brilliant. So, thank you. I will speak to you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.